0: The following podcast contains no legal advice, but plenty of banter and beer between four family lawyers. Enjoy and remember it's all without prejudice.
1: Hello and welcome to uh, the Without Prejudice podcast. Happy New Year! You're now listening to us in January 2021. Happy New Year! Happy we New Year!
2: Happy New Year! Happy New Lockdown.
1: We uh, we come to you live from another lockdown and therefore another Zoom. Uh, We're doing this over uh, virtually, we're doing this over the internet, Um, and uh, we have the same four culprits, unfortunately, fortunately, depending on how you look at it. So we have uh, myself, I'm Dan Chalmers from Clinton's. I've noticed no one else introduced himself first, did they? I thought i have got in there straight away and done that. (laughs) Um, But anyway, we've got Sean Hilton from Stevens and Bolton, Darren Hark from Vitalingham K, and our little barrister, Mark Samuels from 36 Family. Uh, boys happy new year how are we all? happy new year everyone yeah no i'm doing
3: all right thanks
0: mate not too bad at all how are you darren is that dan I darren i'm fine dan usually jumps in at any opportunity She <laughs> doesn't <himself.
3: laughs> hence,
0: the, hence the pause i'm fine i'm fine happy new year to the three of you um happy new lockdown here we are again but let's make a positive spin on it do our best
3: absolutely we're still here lads we're
0: still here samuels how are you i'm good i'm good we're yeah it's it's there are things
2: worth being positive about this may be a new lockdown but we've got vaccine etc and you know i'm hoping for a better spring so yeah
1: spring is on the horizon well there's a lot to talk about because we actually haven't done a pod in a little while Um, we had uh we had a break because we're all obviously podcast professionals and we deserve time off so yeah we had, we had a little break over christmas <laughs> um but uh, yeah, uh, all have a good Christmas. We'll, we'll get lots of presents, lots of food, lots of drink, etc. Yeah, much of
2: definitely the last two. Far too much. <laughs> yeah.
1: There's one
2: good thing that comes out of this lockdown. Maybe I'll get into the exercise phase as I did on lockdown one. I mean, it's doubtful, but that, that's the aim.
3: I think the usual um, usual push for dry January seems to have fallen by the wayside this year. People seem to be thinking, you know what? Like, with everything that's going on, now's not the time to be cutting out the booze. But I'm going to try and cut down a bit because, yeah,
1: as always, Christmas was a time of slight excess. Yeah. Does anyone do dry January? Has anyone done it before?
2: Definitely not. No, I've made attempts, but never.
1: No, I I was saying to Sean before we started this, my birthday falls in the middle of January, so I expect all your presents next week.
0: Well, my birthday's <laughs> it, my birthday's in January too, so same reason, Dan, as to why I've never managed to uh, to last this month.
1: I was it's bang in the middle of the month, and everyone's doing Dry January, and you go, "Oh, i you want to fancy coming for a drink for my birthday." No, no, I'm doing Dry January. No, rubbish. It's the worst month of the year to give up booze. I think.
2: Isn't there a dry November or October? Or stop, stop, stop
0: so oh, October, October. So it's October, then you stop October.
2: Maybe you're just well, cutting out a significant portion of
3: the year. That's the yeah. sixth of the year gone already. Sixth, that's... My quick, quick m- <laughs> that, it? yeah. There we go. Well, look, I thought it was good. Sorry, Sean, I didn't hear what you said. Yeah, don't worry about it, boys. You just, you know, you just, you just, you just do your own thing. Don't you worry about little Sean in the corner. Um, no, no, it was a good Christmas, and it was obviously my first Christmas with uh, Felicity, which was quite exciting. Yeah, of course. So you wish we could yeah. have seen a bit more of our families and stuff, but we still made it a good Christmas, and it just meant that I could buy. The usual amount of food and drink and had to share it with less people. So, um, <laughs> you shared it, you shared it, you shared it with Felicity. What did not you... <laughs> eat much, so she's only 10 months old. How was it? Was it uh, did she have a good time? Yeah, she did. Obviously, she hasn't got a bloody clue what's going on, it's just like another <laughs> day. But um, yeah, just sort of some presents and stuff. And she was a big fan of wrapping paper. So I know well, what that you to buy.
1: For that age. Wrapping paper and boxes, and they're fine.
3: Yeah, makes it makes it cheaper than you think it's gonna be. So no, it was all good, and uh now it's just sort of trying to get back into the swing of life and work and stuff hey getting back into over the usual january blues
2: have you found that things have kicked off in a busy way
1: i've um well what i mean we can touch upon that briefly because obviously as doing what we do there's the classic sort of d-day divorce day that kicks in around january personally i've never really seen i think there's a national spike isn't there typically in january everyone gets together for christmas um but I reckon, and I'm thinking out loud and please disagree, but surely it would be less of a spike this year, purely because it's kind of been the situation that people have at Christmas yeah. since March. You know, people have been forced to be together for the last three quarters of a year. So I think it's probably, we've probably seen an increase throughout the the summer months and all the rest of it and up, leading up to Christmas. And So there probably won't be as big a spike, but um I had a really busy end of the year. I'm quieter than I was, um, but I think the typical January spike will pick up and we'll all, we'll all be busy. But um, how about you guys? I'm pretty busy. Um, personally, I find this
3: D-Day thing a bit annoying. And I'm not sure I really agree that there is a day in January or that where divorce inquiries are at their height. It perhaps is the media reaching out to firms and saying, how many inquiries have you had today? And saying, oh, well, that's more than it was before and creating some sort of idea that that means that it's a specific day or a specific time of the year when there's more inquiries than other times. As with everything we do is peaks and troughs. And there are times when more people get in touch and times when people don't. I think you're right, Dan. I think the lockdown will sort of smooth that out a little bit. But yeah, and I think... I think someone on Twitter might have been the uh, the Oracle of Joe Edwards who said, you know, even if it is the reality of um, there are more inquiries, is that really something that as a profession we want to be sort of creating into some kind of bloody American commercial holiday? You know, it's not something to be celebrated with cards and flowers, is it? I mean, it's uh, yeah, I, I, str- I struggle with this idea of D-Day. I don't I don't think it's a positive message for us as family lawyers to be putting out into the ether that January is a spike of divorces um so yeah that's my thought on it
1: yeah I, I I'm inclined to agree with you, Sean I don't like the whole concept of this DJ thing and I think actually most family lawyers that are you know speaking to the press and papers they are not really they're not really you know advertising or advocating it it's more just in response to it's a very general media generated concept um and it's a story isn't it it's, it's a story and it's where all divorces go and as I say, I, I haven't got in front of me any statistics to back up that there is a DD. I'm sure that there is a spike in January, but circumstances would dictate that that would make sense. But this year, I'm not sure it does. But yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the content myself, if I'm honest.
2: No. I'm not sure that it is an idea that's really propagated by lawyers at all. I mean, as you said, it's, you know, it's a way of filling column inches at the beginning of a year, new year, meaning new start. It's not rocket science to connect the dots. And Create a narrative around it, I, I haven't really seen any lawyers, particularly on Twitter, that seem to be particularly engaging with it or supporting it in any um, or giving any response different to the one that Sean's given just not sure it's a particularly helpful story really for any of us to engage with but in a similar way to discussion of the effect of lockdown on divorce rates I mean there may well be um more statistical grounding for that kind of story but again it's it's not a particularly positive or responsible thing for members of our profession to really be engaging in
0: I couldn't agree more
1: I think particularly given that we're all probably advocates of the the no-fault divorce um And, you know, people have been really pushing for that and ultimately trying to take the heat out of what is a, you know, a not nice subject. Um, All right, it pays all of our bills um, and it's it's what we do for a living. But ultimately, you know, it's not... I was going to say,
2: something needs to stay in court at some point.
1: (laughs) we're kind of on the fence about this because yeah D-D-D-Day is a good thing for us but also yeah we're not fans of it but yeah i think like like sean said it's not really something to be celebrated and it almost just feels a bit immoral and awkward doesn't it well,
0: well that's the point isn't it i think i mean if you if you look at the 12 months across the year in a normal year not a lockdown year you will see typically um the trend is more inquiries in january and more inquiries usually after the summer holidays. But that's it. It's a trend, but uh, and and I think it is, and I think the numbers do support that. However, I agree with what you've all said. It's not something we should be celebrating and sending a message that this is D Day. This is this isn't this. You know, celebrating the fact that, uh, that that is happening because we get involved in a very difficult time in people's lives, and celebrating that just feels well. Unsettling and echo what the three of you have said. But, uh, Are
3: we all responsible, conscientious individuals? Hey, okay. look at that. Yeah, so tonight. <laughs> I, can see, I can see the halos coming above our heads now. I feel like I need to, you know, neck a pint and kick someone's bin over just to, out. <laughs> <laughs> just, to just to balance out things. Yeah. Stand at Sean Hilton <laughs>
2: after work, then basically.
3: Yeah, you've seen me at three o'clock in the morning outside McDonald's. It can kick off. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I reckon I've seen you all outside of McDonald's at three in the morning, to be fair. Oh, God, yeah. After various think. events.
0: Oh, yeah. there was a, well, well, who knows well, when they'll the be again days. this year. <laughs> <laughs> Let's <laughs> move on.
1: Let's the <laughs> well, just do virtual McDonald's. Deliveroo this year, McDonald's. We'll all sit and watch each other eat burgers over a screen.
0: I've not trusted delivery with McDonald's so far. I don't know if you guys have tried it. It's just uh, cold, cold fries. I'm not I'm not interested.
1: No, I'm out of range, sadly. So McDonald's don't deliver to me. I can't get delivery or Uber Eats <laughs> McDonald's, which is actually a good thing, I think, because I'll be all over it. But um, yeah, no, out, out of range, living out in the sticks. There we go. Well, Sean, should we um, get to the most important segment? Oh, you know
3: what's coming. Everyone knows what's coming. Uh, I think I'm going to say my favourite phrase of every pod, which is, roll the jingle. Yeah, boy.
1: This is the hot new entry of the week. Sipping with Sean. Sipping with Sean. Sipping with Sean. Oh, come and have a drink with Sean.
3: So having had that uh, trance introduction to my favourite segment, it is time to do the rounds and see what everyone's drinking. So let's start with our king of beers, as we often do, Mr. Chambers. What are you drinking?
0: We're spilling it for a start.
1: Oh, oh what's he got there? That looks <laughs> the striking. listeners can't
0: see that that's all over his top now.
1: <laughs> oh, it's all over my top, all over my, I was going to say, lovely pleated trousers, but they're tracksuit bottoms. Well, I thought, because it's a new year, I've gone for a bit of Champagne. Oh, look at you.
2: Very nice. It's not
1: champagne, it's Prosecco from Marks & Spencer's, but it tastes nice. I thought, and look, here you go, look, look, just a, a little baby oh, bottle. Oh, a
0: little bottle, that's cute.
1: little baby bottle that was in the fridge, and I thought I'd go for something Aww. a bit different, and it definitely won't give me a headache in the morning. And uh, there you go, so, Yeah, you know, I've, I've gone for a bit of fizz, because it's a Happy New Year, and there's uh, something a bit different. As you all know, because we've been chatting beforehand, I have got some Guinness with me as well. But uh, yeah, a little, a little, little, little bit of champagne, a little, little bit of sparkling, a little sparkly.
3: Oh. Well, feel privileged.
2: Cheers, Dan. Cheers. That's Happy New very Year, sweet. Happy New Year, Dan.
1: Are we going to cut that out because that sounded weird? <laughs> 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 absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely
0: not. You're not editing this week. That That's
1: staying. staying in, isn't it? There we go, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, well done. On, well done on the third drink um, in the, of the entirety of series one and two. Thank you, mate. The, I think that's the first new drink beyond Guinness and um, Budweiser. Mr. I think
1: Guinness
3: you're right. Beer. Yeah. Um, Darren, what are you on, mate?
0: Well, I must confess, I'm becoming a bit Daniel-ish myself <laughs> in terms of regularity of the same beers. I'm a BrewDog again, okay, so we must tag them this week and maybe get some supplies. Yeah. Uh, a, a Clockwork Tangerine Session IPA. So it's a nice beer with a, an orange tint to it, which sounds strange, but is actually um, quite Moorish, and I've drank several already so
1: am, am i right in saying our hardcore followers would say that you've had that before yeah, yeah. exactly
0: <laughs> hence hence the reference to me becoming more like you yeah
1: um,
3: you, you know what darren i've got a confession to make i tried a couple of those over christmas i thought it was bloody
1: awful really yeah i thought it was grim oh there goes the dog um, sponsorship
0: well, <laughs> well but, <laughs> you know that bit will be cut out
1: I'm sorry, I'm
3: sorry for you dog because you know, oh. I do, I'm a big fan of many of your beers but that one doesn't really do it for me but that does mean Darren that I have got I think two cans here for you put aside
0: well when um, I can see you in 2024 that'll be great yeah. I'll come around for dinner and you can have those two beers
3: yeah when you come around for my 60th birthday <laughs> when we can actually meet again and um, we'll have a barbecue and I'll, I'll crack out my clockwork tangerine or whatever they're called uh beers Excellent. Mr. Mark Samuels over there, what are you on today?
2: Just a small tonic, sure. <laughs> and tonic. Look
3: at the size of it.
1: Oh, wait, no, it's a pint
3: glass.
2: I think that's bigger than a pint glass. Um. <laughs> a glass, it's just a very small vase. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: a good way to describe
2: no, it. it. It's, it's most mostly tonic, I assure you. Uh,
3: shop then. I'm drinking a, a new beer today, a Sautere Blonde, which is obviously, by its name, a blonde beer brewed in York. <laughs> I'm looking at the bottle. <laughs> I was a bit
2: too quick for you all there. doesn't matter. <laughs>
3: I was looking at the bottom trying to work out where it was brewed, but it's brewed in Yorkshire, West Yorkshire. So there we go. It's quite nice actually. Good pale ale, um, very nice. So yeah, glad to see that none of us are really following the dry January trend. Uh, as I said earlier, it's definitely not the time to be giving up everything like that, is it? No, I'm not no absolutely not.
1: How can we do not. sipping with Sean if we do dry January?
0: exactly but on that point boys new year's resolutions do we have any i hope you liked that segue i thought that was quite good that, that was <laughs> smooth
1: <laughs> neatly done
0: i've ruined it by pointing it out really haven't i but yeah.
1: everyone... I, I do have a couple so sort of, you know there's there's professional ones where you know you look ah oh, you know got to be promoted and all the rest of it and you know I'll, I'll do what i can professionally but on a personal level a new year's resolution i'm going to cook a lot more now it's not that i can't cook it's that you're I one cook... of the neighbors sorry
0: Warn the neighbors, so i fire alarms, etc. etc. Yeah,
1: well, luckily, we, we're semi detached and there's no one in the house next door, <laughs> so it's, it's all good, I'm safe. But, um, yeah, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna cook a lot more. I, I enjoy doing it, but then you know, obviously, when I was trekking into London, all the rest of it, I would get home and Sinead would be home before me, and she's a brilliant cook, so therefore, she would take over. And also, I'm very lazy, so she, she would do it. But I think that's a resolution for me is to, yeah, do a bit more cooking. Um, especially given that we've been given the gift of time a lot of the time now. So um, yeah, I think that's it's gonna be one of my my resolutions this year. A
3: good one. Shall I go? Um, go Golf wish I have got two. One is to try and get my golf handicap down by five, which is gonna be a mission for this summer. Um, and the other one is that one of the things I got into I've got into over the last year with lockdowns and stuff not being able to go out to the pubs and things is i've been drinking a lot more wine and found a really good sort of local wine retailer so um yeah it's it's middle class and it's a bit it's a bit it's yeah it's a bit twifty. but um good word. I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> word,
1: twifty, that.
3: but i'm gonna try and just learn a bit more about wine so that when i go to buy stuff or when i go into a restaurant and look at a wine list i've got a bit more of an idea what i'm looking at
1: if you weren't a lawyer i'd have you as sort of a fred SiriSex at galvin windows being the maitre d with the wine i just think that job is perfect for you i think i'd be a good sommelier yeah i'd I'd like i think
0: so i think so
3: on the restaurant floor telling people what to order from the wine list to go with their food all that kind of stuff yeah i can see and actually um, one of our good pals ashley clark of 36 put me onto a program that's on amazon prime which is called stop so double m which is all about sommeliers and how wine's made and stuff and it's really interesting so it's got me, it's ignited that New Year's resolution. So I'm going to try and learn a bit more about wine this year. Excellent. Have you been to any vineyards, Sean? I have, bit. yeah. I've done a, I've done a bit. I went, did a holiday in South Africa a few years ago and did a few vineyards there. Um, I've done a few holidays in sort of Loire Valley area of France, done some vineyards. And then I'm actually really lucky around Winchester, where I live, um, there are loads of good uh, vineyards that do a lot of really good sparkling, sort of English sparkling stuff. So um, yeah, I'm in a good spot for it. So I can yeah, easy to reach out and, and learn a bit more.
1: John lives in Winchester, so his land is like ten times the size of all of ours. So he's probably got one in his back garden. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: I'm just gonna start a little vineyard the front lawn somewhere, you know. Maybe I'll dig up the tennis court and put a vineyard there.
0: Just... Uh, well, mine, mine, my. Mine, uh... New Year's resolution was also food related. It's something I started towards the end of last year, but never really strictly followed. But this year I'm going to follow. And it was uh, meat free Mondays, is my New Year resolution. So Why? trying to eat a pardon?
1: Why? Why?
0: Peer pressure from my sister, who since moving to Thailand has become a complete vegetarian.
3: Who's got a um, dog? I, who's got a who, dog? Oh, that's
0: Darren's dog, it must be. That's my dog, who's for dinner tomorrow, because it's, <laughs> <laughs>
1: because it's Thursday. Um, can I, can so I
0: suggest your sister eating, living, eating the
3: dog Thursday?
1: Yeah. Did you
3: say your sister lives in Thailand, not Korea, Darren?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, it compensates, you see.
1: Well, there you go. There's our there's our first guest of season two.
0: What's the dog's name, Darren? Uh, it's Hugo. I oh, hmm. the yeah. yeah.
3: Good.
0: good name for a dog, I think. He was either yeah. going to be like a that. dog or uh, Eton,
2: wasn't he? So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's fact. <fair. laughs> Samuels, I have two. One of them I can't really do at the moment because of lockdown. But last summer it occurred to me where um, everyone's holidays were being cancelled. I had quite a few grand plans of going out to um, what in my head is, in, in inverted commas, the country to go and, you know, visit more of England, because it occurs to me I'm one of those just ridiculous Londoners who just hasn't seen most of the country apart from various court centres. And so, yeah, there are so many beautiful places to go to. Mm. So once lockdown This I'm actually going to start, you know, booking a week or something in a hotel or Airbnb and, you know, taking my laptop. A lot of stuff with, you know, the onset of remote working, there's no reason um, why you, you can't do that for many of us can't. And um, there are just so many amazing places that I just haven't been to and it's it's pretty pretty bad. So I'm going to be a bit more um, experimental in my domestic travel. Uh, the, Remember, not the same...
3: I, have, I, I vowed for this lockdown to avoid lockdown quizzes. I feel that I've done my stint of Zoom quizzes with. Well, you're not going to be happy with the next segment. <laughs> I, was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, funny that, Sean. I'm going to try a Darren Hop seamless segue and say, uh. I've vowed to do no lockdown quizzes, apart, of course, from
1: the quizzes with you. Because, Apart from the lockdown challenge, Sean, which we, we put so much effort and money into last exactly. week, you know, last episode, the <laughs> amount of time and effort that's gone into this. Oh, he's just, he slammed it's, it, boys. He slammed I
3: know, I know. Well... You just, you just didn't let me finish, did you? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: on that note, sh- shall we, Darren? Because uh, Sean chose you last episode to uh, be the host this week, and it's uh, very much quick fire, five questions... Um, shall
0: we hand over to you? Yeah, absolutely. that's uh, I'm quizmaster this week. Thank you, Sean. I'm not sure Sean did' like to me, but um while while we're on at him, then yeah, Sean. um and for that reason, Sean, you are going to do this week's jingle for the quiz oh, right now. It's lockdown number
3: three. We're doing a quiz in lockdown number three. There you go. Brilliant. Lovely. That was pretty good. That was pretty Absolutely
1: good. loved it. I don't know why I went to such effort to make a jingle for Sip and Rashawn. We could just do this everywhere. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> we'll
0: just pick on each other. <laughs>
1: <laughs> pick on someone and they've got to do it on the spot. It's the
0: best way. Right, okay. Well, my quiz this week um, after Dan's wonderful quiz of last week has taken a very similar theme because I thought that was quite fun, Dan. Um, so, boys, are we ready? Same format. Um, multiple choice there are three answers a b and c or one two and three rather and if you all can try simultaneously to hold up to the camera either one finger two fingers or three fingers i'll know what you've selected so (laughs) that would have been wonderful for the listeners that bit two fingers the other way around sean please um (laughs) the peace sign i prefer that yes um okay question number one Which of these is a song from the musical version of the Canterbury Tales? I have a regal rooster. I have a majestic goose. I have a noble cock. (laughs) So number one, I have a regal rooster. Number two, I have a majestic goose. Or number three, I have a noble cock. All vote now. So Dan has gone for number two, the majestic goose, and Sean and Mark have gone for the noble cock. Sean and Mark, you are correct.
1: Had to be. I thought you were going to stay away from the smut, Darren, but there you go. Well, I'm
0: following your lead. Um, I'm (laughs) sure I'll be be forgiven. Uh, I'm just going to scribble these down. So that's one point for Mark and one point for Sean. Uh, Question number two. In Tom Hardy's novel, Far From the Madding Crowd, who goes to get married at the wrong church? Is it number one, Fanny Robin? Number two, Fanny Sparrow? Or number three, Fanny Thrush? That's one, Fanny Robin, two, Fanny Sparrow, three, Fanny Thrush. I'll vote now. Um, Dan and Mark have gone for, for Fanny Robin and are correct. Sean has gone for Fanny
1: Sparrow. Yeah.
0: It's incorrect.
1: Boom. I've got my first, first point of the series.
0: Well
2: done, gentlemen. <laughs> we really need to get a different theme behind these quizzes. Well.
1: <laughs> or we're setting a great theme.
0: This isn't great, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, Mark. Shush. Uh, question number three: <laughs> What is the name? Sorry, what is the name given to the sound hole of a violin? What is the name given to the sound hole of a violin? Is it one, the Z hole? Is it two, the F hole? You may know where I'm going with this. Or oh, is it three? <laughs> The A-hole.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually intrigued to know the answer to this.
0: So, yeah. that's, so that's one Z-hole, two F-hole, or three A-hole. All vote now. All gone differently this time. Mark, sorry, Sean has gone for the Z-hole, Mark for the F-hole, and Dan for the A-hole. Uh, Mark, you are correct. It is the. Oh, Marcus.
1: I
2: think, oh. given the way this quiz is going, odds are it's going to be one of the naughty answers.
1: Had to be. Yeah, so that was my.
0: <laughs> uh, question number four. In the 1990s, we can all remember them, um, briefly, maybe. Barely. Maybe some more than others. Uh, in the 19. <laughs> 19- <laughs> in the 1990s, Chef from South Park. Had a number one hit with which oh God, song? Was it number one, Hot Spicy Sausage?
2: Nope.
0: Was it number two, Fresh Juicy Lemons? Or was it number three, Chocolate Salty Balls? I think we all know this. There we <laughs> go. Volga
1: number three. Can
0: anyone um,
3: sing it?
0: A bonus, a, bonus, po- a bonus point if somebody will sing it.
3: Ooh, on my chocolate salty balls. <laughs> <laughs> <with> <laughs> Look at all my oh God! you
1: high
0: in fibre. I mean, I'm not sure we can leave that in, but you get an extra point. So let's. you don't
1: get nominated for an award next year. Oh! Uh,
0: and then question number five. I can uh, feel my practice trickling away from me for <laughs> <over> the weekends. <laughs> uh, question number five, uh, Dan. Last week you did a question about yourself, didn't you? I did. Um, so I'm thinking of one on the spot, um, and the best I, I can. <laughs> the, the best I well remember Darren I actually have very little memory of that episode
1: yeah the fifth question was about the about the host of the quiz yeah. it was what came
0: first wasn't it and then <laughs> oh, no, yeah. that's right okay um, so question number five of five listeners will be pleased to know of the three of you Daniel, Sean and Mark who did I meet first was it number one Sean number two Ooh. Dan or number three Mark
1: that's tough,
0: that. Who did I meet first? One is Sean. Two is Dan. Three is Mark.
1: I, yeah, sorry, boys, but I think that's the right
0: answer. You've all gone for Sean. You're all correct. Yeah. I, good. of
1: course, know that's the right answer. I was going to say, slightly unfair on me and Mark. There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Sean wouldn't have known that I hadn't met you, perhaps, unless he introduced you to, which I don't think he did. I don't actually remember meeting you. We were, really drunk, we, we were drunk. We were drunk. Where we met.
2: Have we actually met?
0: I thought you'd do that the podcast. I wonder that too, Max. Sometimes. I remember when I met Darren. It was that beautiful day. It, it, was, it was the. It was
3: off the trees.
0: Yeah, it was. It was. It was a nice day. It was a nice day when we were allowed to go out and see one another and shake hands. I probably met was all it, of you again? in the old Nick at various points.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, at the end, of the tree Second round. Uh, second round of four at the halfway point. Obviously. Darren and I have him hosted, therefore, a slight disadvantage. So, Darren is on one point. uh, I'm on three. uh, Sean is on six, but Mark has raced away. I believe, Darren, you might correct me and say that he got five right today.
0: Yeah, the scores at the doors today were (laughs) three for yourself, five for Mark, and four for Sean. Um, My quiz was a little too easy, but well done. Love it. Well done indeed. You know, you. you 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 know your chocolate salty balls, your f holes, your funny um, robins, and your I can't noble. I do not
1: believe you sung that. That's staining.
0: your, your That's noble cocks. That
2: yeah, there's no way we're
0: in. taking that out. Sean.
1: That's so good. That's and you know, I'm pretty sure I'm going to do it for the, the... the second verse.
2: I'm gonna to have to Google it. I'm pretty sure that the noble cock thing. I mean, it was probably in the Canterbury Tales, but I'm pretty sure it's. Or it was a poem at some point, maybe in the Renaissance or something. There's something literary that I'm remembering vaguely from university in relation to that.
0: It was The Noble Cock, that was the correct answer. Which, of, which of these is a song yeah. for the musical version of The Canterbury Tales? I That's Have a Noble one. Cock. Okay, we'll leave you to Mark, that. <laughs> Mark verifying the veracity of my questions. um
2: I've had to add the word poem on the end, obviously, <laughs> otherwise it will get very different search results. Yeah.
0: Uh, what is it? Before you can't be we... putting into Google at work.
2: Yeah, I it's, have an, a noble cock. it's an anonymous lyric from the fourteen hundreds.
3: Wow! That hey, is a there great you go. Impression. Well, there you go. It oh, was day. correct. Well, well done, that...
0: everybody. Well done, contestants. That was
2: great.
3: Before we move on and do our. uh uh, wrap up our episode i want to add chuck one more thing in i have got a christmas present for one of you i'm going to tell you what the present is and then you have to guess who it's for so the present that i have bought for one of you is that one of us has been officially signed up to a professional look-alike agency i won't name the agency in case of you know issues in the future but uh I have submitted one of our uh, work profile pictures to a professional lookalike agency who have accepted their picture. And one of us is now registered as a lookalike such that any member of the public could get in touch and say, I want to book this person. To attend one of my events, and you know, <laughs> oh, go the dilapidated swimming pool, or you know, I, could I have the
0: could I have the first guess? Of course, Darren. Of course. Is he too sexy for his shirt?
3: Well, he's not actually, <laughs> but you might want him to get out of your pub. <laughs>
1: it could only have been been one of three people and it was either going to be right said Fred Phil my guess it was never going to be now I'm not tall enough to pull off Grant so I assume it's Phil (laughs) no no, you are that is
2: the best gift ever we need need to hire you to open something Dan (laughs)
3: <laughs> Mr Daniel Chalmers, my present to you for this Christmas is that you are now officially registered as a Ross Kemp lookalike. Wow, well, oh, I'm that quick...
1: That is that, I'm actually, that is amazing.
0: I'm just finding some quotes, Dan, um, on Google. Well, I'm now Kemp looking for quotes. Ross Kemp lookalike hire <laughs> see if we can find you.
1: Sean, am I going to make some money for this? And and because you've done it here, do I have to give you royalties? Uh, well, I think you'll only make money if someone actually
3: books you for uh, to actually turn up and do something. I
1: mean... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's amazing and oh, well done. That is brilliant. Uh, I had a feeling it might be me, um, but uh, that is that is incredible. I'm uh, I'm going to go on and Google that myself very quickly.
3: I'm suggesting that you uh, maybe want to, you know, that he's done some really good sort of when England are playing football all over. He does some really good, like drunken. <laughs> Video recordings that then go viral of him being very passionate. He about does stuff. yeah? Um, I thought maybe you could do a couple of those, and that could that could bolster your uh, your highlight reel.
1: Absolutely. Well, um, well, on that note, uh, it's, that was okay. a
2: lovely gift, by the way, Sean. That, that's
1: brilliant. Uh, very, very chuffed with that, and uh, well, I'm very unexpected. Very unexpected. Um, as I introduced, it's my turn this time to name the pod. Um, there was a few options. Um, some which I'm sure will be vetoed straight away there was uh, was Sean's salty balls Um, but (laughs) the the best thing I thought was I'm so overwhelmed at Sean's generosity that it's either got to be something like a looky-likey or it might even be more appropriate to just say get out of my pub Um, might be an app name I'm very uh, overwhelmed by that and that's uh, yes I think we'll we'll go with that this week
0: but you don't look like Peggy Mitchell (laughs) it's Grant Mitchell
1: (laughs) I
0: like that. It sounds good. It sounds good. That uh, sounds good. Get out of my pub. It's
1: got a. It's got a link to uh, to the old grants. Um Well, boys, as always, I really enjoyed that, and uh, lovely to be back. Happy New Year. I'll see you all very very soon. I think we've got uh, episodes coming up with uh, a few guests. That we're quite excited about. Um, so, yeah, we will reveal all in due course. But uh, until next
3: time. Until next Good time. Boys, really enjoyed Loved it. That. Happy and New Year, we, guys. Before Thanks we disappear guys. to everyone, you know where to find us on social media. Give us a subscribe and follow on whatever podcast app you use. Find us on Twitter at WP And feel free to drop us an email at uh, was it the Without Prejudice Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Um, and get in touch. Give us some suggestions as what you want to see on the pod. And yeah, do tell your friends, family randoms to have a listen and yeah boys see you soon see you, see soon. you soon cheers guys stay safe cheers, cheers boys. bye bye that's time